Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between escape room puzzles and tabletop role-playing. It's a kind of pen and paper and puzzles, if you will. Each episode, our puzzle master, Danny, Hello. will guide our players, or in this case, player, through a room of her own creation. One they'll have to escape using only their wits and the power of imagination. And today, that player is Tess. I am Tess. Hello. And you're the first contestant for the first room. Now, I've already done this room. Contestant? You can win something. <gasps> yeah, what are our prizes today, Danny? You don't get laughed at. Ooh. Um, that's... I would have thought that would happen anyway. I assume that's going to happen no. anyway. Yeah, well, you'll get laughed at. I have at. that written in the official rules. Really? <laughs> something about being laughed at. Oh. In the official rules. If you win, you don't get laughed at. If you lose, you, get you don't get at. laughed at. No, that's rude. That's Why ridiculous. Why would it be so rude? Uh, Danny has created a room for you, Tess. Uh, she'll begin by describing the room, telling you the situation. You'll play through, see how fast you can get through. There's no real time limit. This isn't like an escape room where you would go, fail, and then go again. This is your only shot, Tess. So if you don't get out of the room... Hang on, if I fail, do I just stay here forever? You stay until we're finished. Oh, whoa, okay. If it takes you ten years to get out of this room... Look, I hope you guys don't have any plans for the next month, maybe... You'll do fine. If you ever need a hint, you can always ask Danny for some hints. I'll sit back. I will not really be that involved. When we get going, I'll swap the mic over. You can have a nice two-person experience. And I'll just, like, play on my phone. Um, I've already done this room. It's a great room. It should work really well. If you pay attention and be logical and specify what you're doing, you should get through really well, have fun, and be queen of the castle. Okay. It is not a castle. It's not a castle. This one is not. Also, I'm pretty sure, Bill, if I need a clue, I'll go to you. Don't go to me. Danny will just make faces at me and I won't know what she means. I am not the clue master. I am no one. I'm a ghost. A ghost. I'm I'm ether. It's a haunted castle. It's a haunted castle. Right. Here we go. All right. Let's go. I'll just swap it over. All right. So I just have three rules. Bill has covered two of them already. Uh, So the time limit, I would say an hour would be pretty normal for this, but if you can't do it within an hour, then you just forfeit your right not to be laughed at. That's about it, but we will keep going. So on the hour, you just start laughing. Yes. All right, and that's how I know I failed. (laughs) Sure. Some puzzles might require you to be specific in your word choice. Like, say there was a light switch and it only turns on if you flick it 13 times. Saying, I flick it for a while, I will not accept. You have to say 13 13 times. times. Doesn't come up much, but... Okay. And I normally, you know, when I do my RPG game mastering, I like to include all options as destructive or undestructive as you like. But in these, treat them like normal escape rooms. So at no point is break something a viable (laughs) solution. Please don't break things. I will never break anything. I appreciate that. Except a leg. All right. So let's go through this scenario that gets you locked in a room, you idiot. You are in the apartment of a person whom you know only as Alex. Alex didn't strike you as a crazy person when you two met tonight, but then crazy people never do. After a few hours of getting to know each other, assuming that anything either of you said was true, you felt comfortable enough to go to Alex's apartment for the rest of the evening. Whether alcohol played a role in that decision, who can say? The apartment gives off an unnerving air of transience. It's as if this isn't a true living space, with its plain decor and inhuman tidiness. There isn't a trace of a flaw, a mistake, or even a passion. It might as well be a hotel room. It gives you goosebumps, and with that prickling feeling, you excuse yourself to Alex and head for the bathroom. You enter and examine your surroundings. Well, you've found all the flaws in this place. The tile grout is caked with grime. To your right is a rusty bath shower with two cheap egg timers sitting at one end. To your left is a stacked washer and dryer, one on top of the other. 
uh, that appear worn from overuse, even though there's still a full dirty clothes basket in front of it. The toilet looks barely functional, and the cabinets above and below the sink actually have locks on them. Sitting in the sink like it's been knocked over is a small clock. It's a good thing you don't need to use the toilet because you don't see paper anywhere. There are a few signs of decoration, weird though they may be. There's a faded mustard floor mat frayed at the edges, a pot plant with flower bulbs that haven't yet opened, and above the bin, there's a movie poster that you recognize. Silence of the Lambs. Behind you, you hear a click. You realize the bathroom door is shut, though you never shut it. Pulling on it does nothing. And on the wall next to it, you spot a keycode panel. A chilling laugh comes from the other side of the door. Soon, says Alex. You hear footsteps walking away. Soon? What's soon? You probably shouldn't wait to find out. No. My first like mistake is going to somebody's apartment not knowing their last name. Oh, yeah. Hmm. All right. I like that you've been making notes. They may come in handy. Let's hope so. So what we have here, I have a list of all of the items and things that you could look at if you so choose. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you will want to start taking some actions. Okay. Well, first of all, can I just jump right into this? Go for it. Right. What time does the clock say? Uh, The clock... You, the hour hand is on about the 12, minute hand, maybe a few minutes past, second hand right on the 6, but it's not moving. It's a dead clock. And you can look around the back of it and you see it's missing its battery. Okay. Are there any other compartments on it? No, nothing extraordinary. Okay. And it's not accurate to the current time as far as I'm aware. Doesn't seem like it. Okie dokie. Next, I would like to look at the egg timers. <laughs> Um, are they right. on or off? The egg timers? They mean they've oh, got wait. all of the, the sand at the bottom. Okay, so they're sand ones. Yep, um, sand ones. So one of them, you can look at the little labels on the top. One is labeled three minutes. The other is labeled seven minutes. Cool. Can I turn them both over? If you would like to, you can turn them both over. I turn them both all over. All right. They can start trickling. I would just like to see what happens. All right, next... I go to the washer-dryer combination. Excellent. And I open up the washing machine. All right. Fair enough. So, you know, the exterior, worn, old. It's pretty uninteresting. Buttons and dials all looked very generic. On the insides, uh, on the washer, not too much. Just, you know, little bits of dirt that suggest, surprisingly, it hasn't been used in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and what about inside the dryer? Inside the dryer, it's a mess of lint. But that's about it. Okay. And if I pull them out from the wall, is there anything behind them? Oh, that's a bit hefty. You can't really get it very far out. Okay. So I can't. They, one thing that you may note, they don't seem to be plugged in. What happens if I move the dials on the washing machine? Well, they don't seem to be plugged in, so very little. Okay. It's not like some kind of weird <laughs> clockwork puzzle machine. <laughs> I mean, maybe it will be later, but <laughs> okay. you have no information. Right. All right, I'm going to go to the Silence of the Lambs poster. All right. It is a typical poster for Silence of the Lambs. Are you at all familiar with it? Somewhat. Well, it more or less just depicts a person's face. With the butterfly Jodie Foster's with a butterfly. One of the creepy looking skull butterflies covering the mouth. Okay. I look at, you know how the movie posters have all the writing down the Mm -hmm. bottom? I'm going to read that. To the best of your knowledge, it is accurate to the film. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to take it off the wall and look at the back of it. There is a slightly rusty hook where it was hanging from. That's about it. Okay. Nothing extraordinary. And nothing on the poster itself. Nothing that you can tell. It looks like the poster should. Okay. It just seems like a very creepy choice for a person's bathroom <laughs> decoration. Cool. Good. 
Let's have a look at the dirty clothes basket. All right. Um, a pile of bedraggled clothes sits inside. Combination of men's and women's. Thankfully, they only look regular dirty. They're not covered in blood or anything. <laughs> that would be very weird. Can I empty it out? You certainly can. So yeah. you can start emptying it out. You hear a jingling as you search. Where's the jingling coming from? You find the source in the pocket of one of the men's coats. It's two fifty-cent pieces. Ooh, nice. Okay, I'm going to take those. Sounds um, like a good plan. Even if you weren't trying to escape, that just sounds like common sense. Uh, no, it's money. Take the money. money. I deserve compensation for this <laughs> experience. So there's nothing else in there of note. Would you like to keep searching the other clothes? Yes. All right. So as you do that, you can, I assume, search through all the pockets and mm-hmm. things. There's one pair of pants and you find another $2 and it's wrapped in a $5 note and a receipt. A receipt? What's the receipt for? Well, it's pretty faded. You can't make out too much, but you can see at the top it's from a pharmacy Mm-hmm. And whoever was paying, they paid $100 and got some amount of change. Okay. The other details are well too faded for you to read. Right. So I continue to search the clothing. Is there anything else? There seems to be little of note. Is there anything on the bottom of the basket? No. Okay. I'm going to put the clothes back in the basket rather than leave oh, them Oh, that's the floor. so considerate. Much more considerate than Bill was. I would even put the basket on top of the washing machine if I could to get it's it out of the room. It's probably a bit tall. But yeah, I imagine. Mm. Can I wash my hands? You attempt to turn the sink Force it. knob. Force it. Tap. Tap. All right. It does not function. No water comes out of it. Rude. Really? Who lives here? Oh, right. A psychopath. All right. I'm going to the floor mat. I'm going to turn it over. That seems like a wise choice. So there's nothing under it, but stitched into the fabric is a large number. It is a nine or a six. It's hard to tell. Okay. So many numbers. Cool. And now I will go to the toilet. Mm-hmm. I know there's a pot plant. I'm just leaving that for last because I like plants. <laughs> and I go and I'm going to lift up the lid. It takes some effort. It's a bit rusty. And the inside is disappointing. Oh, disappointing toilet. That's yep. a really bad band name. <laughs> what? Why is it disappointing? Because it's a dysfunctional dry piece of rubbish. All right. What about inside the cistern? There is nothing exciting in the cistern except more rust. What happens if I push the flush button? It makes that kind of clunk noise like it does when the the water's being cut off. Okay. Have my egg timers run out yet? Let's say yes. Has anything happened? No. Okay. Let's go to the the pot plant. The pot plant. I'm going to look at it. (laughs) So... The pot itself, it's light enough that you could pick it up, but the plant, it has a thick stem, small leaves, and its flower bulbs are shrunken and closed. From a distance, you thought it was because they were babies, but now you notice the soil is so dry, they might just never be going to open because no one's been looking after it. Okay, I'm going to lift up the pot. What's under it? Lift easily. Nothing. Nothing. Anything on the bottom of it? Mm -mm. Okay. What about if I force open one of the buds? Don't break things. Oh, okay. I won't. What about if I dig in the soil a bit? Is that breaking it? It's not breaking it, but is it not it, all you gather from that is that it is dry and it's been dry for a while. Okay. Well then. What about the cabinets? What do the locks on the cabinets look like? Under the sink is a cupboard that's got an ordinary key lock. But the top, so, you know, the mirror can mm-hmm. sometimes be a cabinet itself. Usually what you would assume to be a medicine cabinet, it's a combination lock. Okay. How many numbers is it? Three. Three. 
Well, okay, so the clock, I can't tell what hand the minute's at. You just said it's a couple of minutes past. Yes. It's not relevant. It's not working. Okay. And I have got five. I don't know what to do. <laughs> okay, so I need to find the combination. So I need three numbers. Currently, I have a bunch of numbers. I want to try with the money. I know there was a five and a two. And two and fifties, which make a one. So maybe I should try a five two one combination. You attempt that, it does not help. Okay. As an interjection, my numbers, I know that it starts off feeling like there's just a bunch of numbers that have no connection to each other necessarily. They will. You will find a connection. these connections. Okay. When so they I, happen. So at this stage, search at. more. All right. I will look at the rusty bath. Okay, rusty bath shower. So it's grimy like everything else. There's one tap for the bath, one tap for the shower. And as far as you can tell, neither of them is functional. And then you've got your egg timers at the end. Okay, can I turn the taps? You can turn the taps. Nothing happens. Like we said, nothing happens. What else is in the bathroom? So we had to your right was the rusty bath shower Mm -hmm. with its egg timers. To your left, the stacked washer and dryer, Mm -hmm. even though there's a full dirty clothes bin. Toilet, barely functional. Cabinets above and below the sink. Clock in the sink. No toilet paper. Mustard floor mat. Pot plant. And above the bin, there's a movie poster. There's a bin? There is a bin. What's in the bin? While it's mostly empty, inside you spot three crumpled up pieces of paper. Ooh. I unroll the crumpled pieces of paper. Right. Unraveling them, you find they are all notes. They are written in the same handwriting. And they say... I shall read them. Okay. Note one. Alex, please remember to water the plant I got you. 40 degrees, the temperature of a good shower. I know keeping things alive isn't your forte, but please make an effort. Second one is a bit longer. Alex, sorry, but I don't think I can keep coming over. This is going to sound insane, but honestly, it's like your apartment is out to get me. I've hit every sharp corner, I've touched every hot surface, tripped on every cable, and don't get me started on your stupid shower. Yet you have to twist the knob in a very specific way to make it work. But how is anyone supposed to remember that clockwise, anti-clockwise nonsense? It's insane. And even once you get the water going, it's boiling. You know how long it takes to cool down? Five freaking minutes. No longer. Oh no, 20 seconds later, it goes freezing. Yeah, totally practical. This probably sounds petty. Maybe it is. But until you make some changes, I'm not coming back. And then you unroll the third one. And it is written in significantly more caps than usual. (laughs) Alex, okay, you've made your point. My reason for leaving was stupid. That is no reason to keep my medicine from me. This is serious. I literally need some of those to live and you're stashing them away in your bathroom. I'll sue you if I have to, you know, if I survive. So can I take the plan and put it under the shower? You can, but as you recall. The shower doesn't, but what if I try to turn it clockwise then anti-clockwise? does not seem to help okay what's under the bin (laughs) (laughs) nothing extraordinary all right so from these notes should i have a good idea of what i should supposed to be doing next because i don't there are still mm, slightly more specific hunting that you can do well i know in one of the notes it mentioned all the corners and surfaces and stuff so i just want to check under like the surfaces like you know the little edges and things that stick out and sure just to see if it, it also mentioned cables and, and there cables isn't so much of that going on in here yeah the person was probably referring to the entire apartment more than specifically the bathroom okay but yeah as far as you can tell all of the edges and corners they look like dirty edges and corners so what haven't i looked at what what about the outside of the toilet 
Toilet is unremarkable. Okay. The outside of things is not what you should be concerned with. Well, I've looked inside the washer and dryer. Have I looked inside the dryer, the lint compartment? Would you like to? Yes. The lint trap feels heavier than normal. Ah, okay. And as you pull it out, you feel something rolling around inside. You open it to find a small, smooth battery. A battery? I'm going to put the battery in the clock. You put the battery in the clock? As you do, the second hand judders to life. Sort of. It was sitting on the six. It flickers half-heartedly up to the seven, and then falls back to the six. Then it goes up to the seven, and then back to the six. And then it keeps going backwards until it reaches the seven again. Huh, okay. And then it stops? Yes. Right. And then, after some amount of time, it can go from there, so it's at the seven. It can go up to the eight, and then back to the seven. To the eight, and back to the seven, and around again to the eight. Ah, I don't know what this means. Okay. Have I looked inside the washing machine properly? Yes. Okay. At this point, you have everything. I have everything. That is immediately locatable. Well, I feel like the clock probably, because it's in the sink, is going to help me unlock the cabinet with the numbers. All right. Now, I know the hour hand's on the 12, so maybe it's 1, 2, and then the third number could be either a 6 or a 7. Or it could be completely six, seven, eight. I don't know. Let's try all of those combinations. So I try one, two, six. Does not work. One, two, seven. <laughs> Does not work. Six, seven, eight. Sorry. Damn it. Okay. Right. <laughs> Can I get a hint? I have no idea what to do. Visualize this clock and what it is doing now that you've got the battery in. Okay. So the hour hand's on the 12. And the minute hand was the minute hand's sort eh. of just near it. And then the second hand is so. Was it the six here? Then it flickered then towards it flickered. the seven, and then back to the six. Uh huh. And then back to the seven, and then all the way around, going backwards. Is it? Does it want me to minus? <laughs> nuts? Should I be minusing things? No. What does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. That's just. Uh, if you were to describe what this clock is doing without using the numbers six or seven. What would you say is happening? It's stalling. It's... I mean, tell me specifically what's going on. Paint me a word picture. Uh, well, the second hand is moving backwards and forwards. What's a more accurate way of saying that besides backwards and forwards? Are there other words for directions that I don't know about? It's... It's... I have not... I don't know how else to describe that. The second hand is jumping? Shuddering? Up and down? Well, it's not up and down because it's round. Left and right. What what is it on? It's on the six. No no no. What is this? What is the hands? What what's the object you're holding? A clock. Okay, so if something goes this way. Oh, clockwise and anti-clockwise. Okay. Goodbye. Back to the ether. <laughs> See, I told you, Bill's the one that's gonna give me the clues that will help. Because I don't. I was a, getting to you, that. I, I cannot tell you how bad my logical reasoning ability is. So that was going to be my next clue. <laughs> Right, so it's moving from six to seven, so it goes, oh, it's the shower knob. Okay, so I'm far out. You're going to make me specify the exact pattern. So it's going to be clockwise, anti-clockwise, clockwise all the way around. For what it's worth, in my notes, I specifically say, it's preferable if the escaper specifies it as a <laughs> fraction, but if they aren't mathematically inclined, they can be a bit vaguer. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> I dropped maths in year 10, so, <laughs> so I will accept No, it's fine. It. I can do fractions. I can do so a twelfth of the way clockwise, nice. a twelfth of the way anti-clockwise, and then did it stop on the seven and then keep going? No, it went and to then, the seven again and then backwards. Okay, so then clockwise all the way. Can you read? What does the clock do? Okay, so started <laughs> on the six. Started on the six. Yeah, went to right. the seven. So we're going a twelfth clockwise. Six. Twelfth anti-clockwise. Seven. Twelfth clockwise. Then backwards. Then the whole 360 way. degrees. All right. You have done this to the shower? I've done this to the shower. Okay, the shower. And the plant's under it. As soon <laughs> as you complete the last rotation, the shower bursts to life. Scalding water just misses you because oh, this is boiling water, oh, no. if you recall from the note. Okay. Oh, God, it hurts. Steam clouds the room. This poor flower. <laughs> Well, he said it liked 40 degree heat. I don't think it'll be 100 degrees. <laughs> the notes warned you that the shower goes incredibly hot. And then 20 seconds to freezing. Uh, no, well, then it takes five minutes to get to normal shower temperature. And then 20 seconds later, freezing. it goes okay. freezing. So normal shower temperature is probably closer to what the plant wants. Yes, right. because as you recall from the first note, it's at 40, it degrees. 40 degrees, the temperature of a good shower. All right, can I can I move the plant out of the shower? <laughs> it hurts your hands from the freaking heat. It's fine. And you have to squint to see through the steam, but I you can lift the plant right. out. Do you think I broke the plant? It looks a little sad, I'm but... to break things. I guess we'll just wait broken. five minutes. And ha- oh, egg timer! So, <laughs> um, all right, I take the three-minute egg timer... And the seven-minute egg timer, and I turn them both over. All right. Can I make one possible suggestion? Yeah. Turn the shower off first. Turn the shower off. Turn the shower off. Okay. With one hand, I have the egg timers ready to go. Okay. With my other hand, I turn the shower a 12th clockwise. Do I have to tell you again? Yeah, that's understood. (laughs) Yeah, okay. On. I made Billy do it every time, but that was just because I wanted to be mean. And I flick the egg timers on as soon as the water turns on. Okay, both the egg timers are now running. Cool. What's your plan? Watch the egg timers. I need to figure out some maths here. So if the three one runs out, then I know there's four minutes left on the other one. Mm -hmm. So I... (laughs) Perhaps you should turn the shower off and then figure it out. Okay, I turn the shower off and I put the egg timers back. It should run back to zero. Yes. I'm not being so cruel as to count the time that it works for these egg timers. Thank you. <laughs> to count towards your time limit. God damn. There's so much maths in this line. All right. So when the three-minute egg timer runs out, there'll be four minutes left on the seven-minute egg timer. So if I then turn that back over, no. Yes? No. How do I do maths? Hang on. Yeah, draw it. Yeah. Yeah, this one took me a, a while. I was like, wait, no, wait. Uh, three, three and four. Wait, no, I got four. Number three. Mm, wait, there's two left. Two, three, seven. Shad, what am I doing? So, okay. yeah, just have some fun. Just, just, just having some fun. It's not like logical to say, can I just wait till that egg timer then gets to half again? Do, am I able no, to make that kind of call? You will not be able to accurately judge that. All right. I'm, yeah, it's pretty bad. I'm back from the ether to join in on this maths break because sometimes it's good to talk through your decisions as you do them, but just in case Tess is going to sit there going, hmm, hmm, hmm. We've got to hmm. keep the we sounds going. We need some nice conversation going. <laughs> Why would you do that to me? Oh, no. 
Tell us what you're deciding. We may use helpful facial expressions. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll look at you like you're an idiot. I'm, no, you're great. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to verbally do this. I need to do this physically. You know what? My brain doesn't work, like, visually. I don't have any kind of visual thing, and I need... I literally need two egg timers right now. Here is a salt shaker and a pepper shaker. Thank if you. everyone likes some ambient salt and pepper shaker noises, right. here they come. So, here we go. This one is three, and this one's seven. I turn them over. Wait, and they both... The three one runs out, so now it's at zero and the seven's at four. Now I turn the three back over, so then that runs out and the three's at for three minutes until three's at zero and the seven's at one. Cool. Then I turn the three over so that the... Oh, well, now I have to turn the shower on because I know when I turn the three over... Then this is just you working it out in the bathroom. This isn't you actually messing with the egg yeah. timer. Once so you can come up with this theory first. Then you can say, all right, I do, I do this, that. I do this, I turn the shower on, I do this. Okay, so I've got one minute left. So if I turn the three back over and it runs down, after one minute I know it's two minutes. Mm. So then I turn it over for the two minutes and turn that back over for the three minutes. Okay. And then and two plus three makes two plus three three is five. Is five. Woo! That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, two plus three equals five. And with that, I'm back. See, I could do it the minute you actually gave me the salt and pepper shakers because I'm really the wrong guinea pig for this game. I literally (laughs) can't see anything in my brain. I just, not literally, I don't have that. Well, it was just very fortunate that there happened to be a salt and pepper shaker right there. Sorry, I keep shaking the salt and pepper shakers. (laughs) I hope that sounds even vaguely appropriate. (laughs) It might sound like maracas or something. Um, Cool. So can I just say I do that? And when it gets down to the two minutes... I turn the shower knob on. All right, before that happens, you turn the shower knob on. So you turn it on, it does its usual thing, scalding water, barely misses you, steam goes everywhere. But then you do your egg timer magic, and after five minutes, you miraculously notice it becomes a normal temperature, a a temperature that you would happily shower in. I grab the plant and put it under. All right. The whole plant seems to quiver with happiness as the moisture hits it. The flower bulbs, which you thought were shriveled and dying, slowly begin to peel open. And inside the smallest, right in the middle, past the hard stem, there's one that opens and you spot a glint of silver. There is a small key. Oh, cool. Okay. I take the key and I'm going to try it on the locked cabinet under the sink. All right. Wait, I should turn the shower off first, probably. That's a good idea because at this point it's taken you about 20 seconds to get in there. The water turns freezing, squashes the steam, plant starts to look sad again. Oh, yeah. Turn the shower off. All right. So you go to the cabinet under the sink and attempt to unlock it. It works. This is the key to that cabinet. And as you can see, this is where the bathroom supplies are kept. It's not that exciting. On the right of it, you see two full toilet paper rolls. And on the left is a magazine. What's in the magazine? The magazine is jugs, but not that jugs. It's literally a magazine of jugs. Literal jugs? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Should I look through the whole thing in case there's anything weird? Uh, I would just give it a scan at this stage. There's nothing Nothing that seems to catch your eye. No notes stuck inside or anything like that. All right. So I've got a jugs magazine and two rolls of toilet paper. Mm -hmm. I would like to look at the rolls of toilet paper. You can examine them relatively closely. Inside the cardboard middle section, you notice that there's a small note curled up inside one. I pull it out and read it. All right. The handwriting's different from the notes in the bin. It's neat. Scary neat. It's it's creepy. It says, I believe in a sporting chance. The rug, the sum of my meds, not that I've been taking them, of course, and the wings. Enjoy your final moments. 
All right, his meds. I haven't found those. The rug, the sum of my meds, and the wings. Well, that's three things, so I bet you that's the three numbers that open the top one. Perhaps, but what is the top one? What do you mean? Like, what does that unlock if you get the top one? A medicine cabinet. Actually, that's probably where the medicine is. Right. Good logic. Um, okay, so I'm. there's nothing else about the toilet paper is interesting? No, you've dealt with that as much as... All right, I'm going to take one of those and put it on the toilet paper roll next to the toilet. All assuming right. there is one. Yes, there is one of those. Okay, I'm putting it in there. All right, you've made the bathroom look slightly more like a bathroom. Yeah, nice. Now, I have a magazine full of jugs, and that's about it. Something about the rug. I'm going to look at the rug again. Cool. What's going on with that? Again, it's frayed. It's a gross color. The more you look at it, you're not sure if the yellowish color of it was what it always was or if it's just turned that way with age. But the most noticeable thing about it is still that it has either a nine or a six on the bottom. Uh, it's probably for the keypad. So it's either going to be nine or six plus or something. What are the wings? Now what? <laughs> okay. What have I got? Let's see. So we've done the clock. That's probably stopped being interesting. Mm. I've got the notes. The first one and the second one were about the shower and the mm-hmm. plant. The third one was about the medicine, mm-hmm. which I can't open. Mm-hmm. Really, that seems to be the most pressing issue. We need some way to find this combination. It yeah. must be somewhere. It must be somewhere. Can you read the note about the medicine stash again? Alex, okay, you've made your point. My reason for leaving was stupid. That's no reason to keep my medicine from me. This is serious. I literally need some of those to live and you're stashing them away in your bathroom. I'll sue you if I have to, you know, if I survive. Okay, that's not helpful. Well then, I have now hit another wall. This is the trickiest point, I would say. But the losers. Uh, did Bill get this really fast? No. I got it immediately. No, yeah, not sure. even a little. Sure. Took me half a second. This is... <laughs> I was like, bang, here's the solution, and I did it. This is a more environmental thing. Something that you have done may affect other things. Okay, hang on. So I've got the water working in the shower. All right. So can I try the sink taps again? Sink taps are still unfunctional. And what about the toilet? Still nothing. All right. All you've got going is that shower. That shower. What about the bath? Is there a tap on the bath? There is, but again, it's useless. All right. Cool. The shower has one or two knobs. Just one. What happens if I just turn it on normally? Like turn it normally, or you actually go I mean, through the process t- of sorry, turning it on. Turn, turn the, through the whole. All right, you thing. go through the whole stupid process of turning it on, and it again comes to life with all of the crazy scalding water coming out. Steam goes everywhere. You have to sort of squint to see. I'm looking at the mirror. I think that that is a very good idea. The steam has fogged up the mirror, and it reveals a number written on it: eight one eight. I'm gonna try that number on the combination lock. All right, you can do that as expected. Once it opens, congratulations. Yay. Inside, you see several bottles of medicine and also a small torch. Examining it more closely, you notice it's a blue light. Huh. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. He's a weirdo. Oh. Or she. I never really specified. Yeah, that's a good point. I will, it's a weird creep, so I assume it's a man. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. So the medicine bottles, how many are there? There are six. Can you read? Tell me what's on them. Oh, yeah. So each one has a different name. And also a price label stuck to it. Ooh, okay. Can you read me the names and the prices? Oh, yeah. This might take a while. Don't worry about spelling. I made them up. (laughs) Oh, this is... Okay. Okay, we have 
Seratane 55, and it cost $35. Uh, Dextrosin 10, which was $46. Ultiflex 8, $19. You can guess what each of these medicines does. Like, I don't know. What, what does Ultiflex sound like it does? You know, for some reason, the word ulti just respect like, I think of teeth. So I, I realize. How odd. I know. And I know flex is not a thing you associate <laughs> yeah. with teeth. I don't want to take a, take a me- medicine that gives me flexible teeth. <laughs> you don't know because you haven't taken ultiflex for flexible teeth. That's true. Um, All right. We've got Fermanon 24, which well, costs $7. That's got to be uh, Aeromax 19 for $41. And Clinifam 1 for $27. Also, I feel like the first one is probably like, ser- like ter- serotonin, so it's probably some kind of anti-anxiety. Like Perhaps. a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. Mm. All right, so the sum of my meds, does that refer to the money or the numbers? Real talk. Who knows? Let me just do a quick maths. All right. So I'm just going to do some maths, and then I'm going to take the All blue right. light and look at the drugs magazine. But let me math first. Sounds like a plan. Hey, I'm back for another maths break. Uh, while Tess is doing uh, maths, what I assume math, is addition, just probably just addition. I wouldn't expect her to I be mean, doing much more than addition. You can try to multiply them all if you really want. I don't want to. It's said the sum. Take all the squares. Find out if they were a triangle. What the hypotenuse would be, and why the triangle has like so many sides. Yeah, <laughs> what I haven't told you is that those numbers are the length of a side of a triangle and the angle of mm. a side of a triangle. And instead of sum, that's actually Alex's bad handwriting. He meant sign. Meant so you have to do a bit of <laughs> quick trick. Also, and that's where the podcast ends. Also, nobody said they were in base 10. Oh, God. <laughs> These are some base 8 numbers <laughs> for you, just for a bit of fun. A bit that's of a, fun. A bit How of fun. How do you define fun? This is all, this is big maths. I can't do it. There's it's, too much math. It's not big math. The, the money one is big math. What is this? Like, right, I'm, I'm going to go. What's 94 plus 81? I don't know. 175? Is that yes. right? Okay. <laughs> what is it? Who could tell? Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> I just have to talk it through. I'm probably wrong. I'm going to guess I've additioned wrong, but let's find out later. Oh, maths is over? Is maths over? No, not yet. I'm just okay. I'm double checking my work I because need to be I was ready. raised well. I need to be ready to disappear. At mm. any given time, like a ghost. So I got 117 for the first one. You got 117. Oh god, I told what you have I, I done wrong? Um, no, I'm sure that's my problem. I'm not a mathematical human being, and I have not done addition more than about five numbers for like years. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, my laughter can get picked up from not in the ether. All right, so I've got 175 for the the num All right. the price things. And then let's try this one again, shall we? 65, 90, and... Oh, no, I was wrong. You were right. So it's 117. I did get 175 for the second one, though. Sweet. All right, cool. I skipped one of the numbers, weirdly. Honestly. I just did wrong maths. That's embarrassing. All right, cool. 117 and 175. Those are my numbers. Okay. All right. And I'm going to take the blue light and I'm going to read the Jugs magazine and blue light every page. (laughs) All right. Well, you start with the cover and the blue light does reveal a hidden letter. It's a U written neatly over the title. And on the next page, you find an N. Following this pattern, presumably, you find a D and E and R and an X and then it ends. Under X. Right. So I've got to find an X. So it was the blue light and the pills were in the cabinet. Yes. 
Have I found an X in the bathroom? It is entirely likely. Oh, the blue light. Probably because it's blue light. I don't know where I was ending that Sorry. sentence. I'm pretty sure I was done with it's extraordinarily likely. Okay, I'm going to look at the whole bathroom with the blue light. Whole bathroom with the blue light. G- give me a word picture. Give right. me your process. Well, let's – I go from the sink. Mm-hmm. I go left – no, I'm going to scan the whole sink first. All right, cool. Nothing extraordinary. Just tell me. I will tell you when you. All right, so sink to the toilet. Over to the shower and bath area, then across to the washer dryer, then the clothes on the basket. Then I'm going to have a – oh, on the toilet, I turn around and I look back up at the Silence of the Lambs poster, and I'm going to look at the back of that as well just in case. Then I'm going to do the walls. Then I'm going to look at the pot plant and the bin. All right. Once you get towards the bin, the blue light doesn't actually reveal anything blue lighty. But it does catch your attention, just the new light on it does show you that while everything and all of the tile grout and everything had this layer of grime, there's a small patch where it's surprisingly clean. That's interesting. And grout dirtless. <laughs> grout dirtless. All right, I'm going to see, does the tile come out? You can press, press the around tile. a little bit and one of the tiles wobbles loose under your fingers. All right. You're able to grab at its edge and pull it up, revealing a small recess. Inside... You find a handleable size, like a little baby pair of bolt cutters. Doesn't help you much with a key code door. No. What can I bolt cut with? (laughs) (laughs) Now, Uh, what can you bolt cut when the rules are don't break anything in the room? All right. Can I look at the bolt cutters with the blue light? You can. That doesn't. They're nice, adorable bolt cutters. They look pretty strong, though, for, for their size. Well, then. Look at me with my bolt cutters, totally knowing what to do and where to go next. At this point, you have in your possession everything that you need. You just need to make sure that you go back over them and remember which ones you have or have not used. Okay. Well, the things I haven't really done anything with are... So I've got the receipt for $100 plus change, a $5 note, a $2 coin, and two fifty-cent coins... Then I've got my bolt cutters and my blue light, my jugs magazine and all of my, my pills and a clock with a battery and a plant. Cool. Now, so which of some of those things you've used already? Yeah. So I haven't used any of the money, but I don't really know what I'd do with bolt cutters and some cash. Except have a wild night out. <laughs> <laughs> Where was the receipt from? It was in the pocket of something. Uh, what is the receipt from? There was very little writing that you could see on the receipt. It's from the, what did the it pharmacy, say? was it? Should I open up any of the medicine bottles? They look disturbingly full for someone who has all of these meds <laughs> that they should be taking. Well, we know that but... they weren't taking their meds because mm. Alex hid them. So I have a receipt from the pharmacy for a hundred plus change. That doesn't help me. <laughs> well, I know that the sum of all the money was one seventy-five. Them, some of them were not bought. Oh, it's a ghost! Oh, it's a hint ghost! What are your Clues from Alex of the three things that you need. Wings, the sum of my meds, and the rug. Some of Alex's meds. But what does the note from the other person say? Right, so some of these meds are Alex's and some of the other person's. Mm. Whose receipt is it, though? Uh, you found them in it, it in man pants. But, all right, let's assume that Alex's Fair meds enough. are worth okay. $100. All right. Alex's meds are worth $100, so I've got to figure out... Well, be careful, because... That receipt indicated that they got change. Let's assume the change is the $5 note, the $2 coin, and the $2.50 coin. All right, so it's 100 minus 8. So Alex, sorry about the paper. 
Alex's meds are worth $92. Well then, let's minus some meds. Welcome back to Matt's break number three. <laughs> this was a much more roundabout way, like doing more maths. Tess has done more maths than Villa did when he did it. Really? Yeah, that's possibly There's true. a way to do less maths and I'm not doing it? No, I mean, it's fine. But obviously now that you've figured out that some of the meds aren't Alex's, all of the addition of the totals was completely irrelevant. Potentially. Yeah. Because of, well, potentially. Yeah, I don't want I to give away any to ghost hints well, while I'm here. You know, it's always good to just do the math first and then... Yeah, it's always good. Just do, you know, just you should do be doing the, math. the maths anyway. Just do some math. You're lazy. And again, for people worried about the amount of maths, so far the maths has included basic addition. <laughs> Stop making it sound like I'm an idiot. And what was and the other one? The clock moving? Uh, which was, uh, that wasn't even maths. That wasn't even a maths break. That was a puzzle break. But that's not right. I don't think that counts as a maths break. Mm. I think the, this is just maths break number three. Do I just have to add all the rent? Mmm. Mmm. Mm. Mm. I mean, I feel mm. like the other numbers and letters have got to be some kind of significance to helping me solve this problem rather than just watching me do maths for like half an hour. Is that right? Half or, an hour? Listen, a lot of um, it's a lot. I've got to add all. I don't know how to figure out how many some, of these. Why don't we join maths forces here? <laughs> okay. So like, I can figure this out. It's just going to take me a minute. Yeah, well, let's try to come up with ways to make it happen quicker. I got to get two on the end. So if I did that, that's, nope, that's not going to work. Yeah, I don't know how to do this collaboratively. <laughs> All right. It might be easier. Don't start to try and look for two. Just pick two random numbers, All add right. them together, and see if there's a third or a fourth or whatever that can make it reach 92. That's sensible. Because obviously, like, if there's two numbers that are too big, you won't be able to get to 92. If the top two numbers don't even get there, then you're obviously going to need more than two numbers to get to $92. Yeah, well, I'm going to need more than two numbers to get to $92. Yeah, so pick two and add them together, see where that gets you. If there's a third number that helps, add that one, see if it gets you to 92. I would start with the two biggest and then work yeah. I did that, but that makes 87 and there's no five. All right. Sweet, so that means one of those two can't be in there. I think I figured it out. It was 46, 19, and 27, I think was what I just got. So that was 16. I believe so that is 92. 92. Sweet. So they're probably the right ones. And now the maths ghost disappears. Bye, maths ghost. So the sum of my meds, well, we know the sum of his meds is 92, but I wonder if it actually means the other numbers. So that would be 10, 8, and 27, which makes just 10, 8, and 1, sorry. Well, so that was the so dextrous and 10. The Ultiflex 8 and the Clinifam 1. So, right. So I've got the rug. I've got the sum of my meds. And I still don't know what wings refers to. Oh, duck? Sorry, that's just me emulating wings. Apparently I look like a duck. (laughs) It was just, well, I had the word duck in my mind and you immediately went to wings. If I sing the greatest hits of wings, (laughs) will he let me out? We could give it a go. Wings, to me, refers to feminine hygiene products, but... That would make sense, but that does not appear to be anything. Are there any, like, costumes in the dirty laundry? (laughs) No, they are relatively normal. All right. You continue your search for some wings. Sounds of the lamps! There is a butterfly on that poster. (laughs) (laughs) I got very excited for a second. All right, I'm going to look at the poster. Cool. Are there any numbers on it? No, but it does have a butterfly, and that butterfly does have wings. Butterfly's not a number. Um, I mean, they have two. Is that a number that I should just... Butterflies do not have two wings. 
They have four wings. They have four wings. All right. I swear I'm not an idiot. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have nine or six, 19 and four. How many numbers are on the keypad? I mean, you can't really <laughs> tell it's a keypad. All right. Well, I'm going to try 9194. You hear a, cheer- a cheerful beep. And with a click, the lock is undone. You heave the door open about three inches before something slams it to a halt. Peeking through the little gap, you see to your horror that there is a chain holding it closed well, from the okay, outside. I've got bolt cutters. They cut through that chain like it is paper. Woohoo! You open the door the rest of the way and you can sprint out of the bathroom, out the hallway, out the whole apartment. Even though you don't hear anybody chasing you, you don't stop even to breathe until you're several blocks away. What if I want to go back and punch him in the face? Gasping for air, shuddering as you imagine what might have become of you if you hadn't escaped or if you decided to stay back and punch him in the face. (laughs) A worrisome thought hits you. You didn't tell Alex where you live at any point through the night, did you? Surely not. But maybe you should buy a few extra locks for yourself, just in case. I'm not buying extra locks. I'm literally selling my apartment and moving the hell out. That guy's crazy. Congratulations. Yay! Okay, I'm worried about the plant, though. It needs a loving owner. Can the I plant look? is dead. The plant is... No, now, I could look after it. So I got mad at the plant. And after I'd solved my plant problem, <laughs> I just kicked that plant. I destroyed... Every Why time I was worried, I was like, now I kicked the plant. He was mad at everything. He put everything in the bath and turned the shower on. <laughs> I also, I also, when I found the code on the uh, on the mirror, wiped it clean so nobody can ever see that code again. <laughs> so really, it shouldn't have been it there. Have we wanted to be canonical here. Uh, we wanted to be uh, have a good sense of continuity. Oh, I'm the... sorry. Is this a thing Alex does every weekend? Like, just goes out against another person's like yes. into the bathroom of death. I yeah. think based on the notes that you found, Alex has a different modus operandi every time. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, it's like a sore. It's a sore thing. It's a sore it's thing. It's a sore thing. It's a sore thing. Now, I don't know what your time is because I didn't time it, but I'll go back and just kind of see where this ended and see where it started. So, future me, how much time did it take? 49 minutes and 2 seconds. Hey, congratulations. Hey, what a good score. Wow, That's I did great. it so much better than you, clearly. Yeah, oh, definitely. Clearly, so. you did it well. Sweet. I if didn't anyone take at home wants cool. to try, we're going to put Danny's notes. We're going to put the entire scenario up. On, put it in the show notes. Is that a thing that we've got? We've got it. We've put it there. It is um, complete with my tiny rule notes, the introduction, the visible items and things that you can observe, the actions that you can take, did the I miss conclusion, cool? and no. just a Puzzle Master's explanation. So uh, so if anyone wants to try it themselves, they can try it themselves. And if they beat your time, which again was... 49 minutes and two seconds. Wow, good. Uh, <laughs> if anyone beats that time, they can make fun of you. Forever. Yeah, but they listen to me do it, and then they're going to no, try no, no. it. Okay, what? sorry. How Let's try this again. They take, they take the scenario. They go to their friends who haven't listened to the episode. Uh, they run it. And they're like, oh, my friend Dave. My friend Dave, beat, he did it in 22 seconds. Yeah, well, you know what? Dave, f*** you. Yeah, f*** you, Dave. <laughs> sorry, Dave's of the world. No. All no, I'm, no, I wouldn't apologize for that. The world. You know what? It's hard, and it's just, it's hard, okay? Yeah. It's very hard. F*** you. F*** you, Dave. You made it through the bad times, you made it through the good, you always knew you could.